Episode 29, Why I Sewed an Apron. This one's kind of a cute analogy. It's got ruffles. And it's a long time coming. I sat down and wrote this episode start to finish without really pausing. And afterwards I was thinking about why, and it's because I've written it in my head so many times throughout the years. Not word for word, of course, but these these thoughts have been bouncing around for a long time. And this was a nice little way to encapsulate and explain them. So here we go. Why I sewed an apron. I sewed an apron because cooking is something that I do, and I wanted to bring acknowledgement and honor to that. Some people are passionate about cooking. Some people cook as a form of artistic expression. For some people, cooking is a demonstration of their family tradition and culture. That is not why I cook. I cook so that there is food in our house for my husband and I to eat. I don't hate doing it, but it certainly goes in the home responsibility category of my mind, rather than the arts and hobbies category. It's similar to doing laundry or mowing the lawn or putting gas in the car. But the reason I sewed an apron is to give cooking a sense of importance, a formality, a way to not brush it aside as a necessity, but to recognize the effort and intention that I do put into it, and the impact that doing it well can have on others. An apron is a uniform for one of the important jobs that I do. It's not a job that I always want to do per se, but it is one that I am committed to doing routinely and well. Recurring household tasks run the risk of being invisible if done well. You only notice that the toilet is dirty once it needs to be cleaned. But people get paid to clean toilets. People get paid to cook. People run entire businesses based on lawn care. Having a designated uniform for a routine household task helps to designate it, in my mind, as the very real, if undercover, part-time job that it is. A distinct outfit lends a sense of pride and legitimacy. I heard a news story during the pandemic that people working from home started abandoning their pajama bottoms after several months and dressing professionally, even when no one but their cat was going to see them that day. Dressing professionally was a reminder that they were doing real work, work that mattered, work that other people counted on, and was worth doing well, even if no one could see their pants. Household tasks and responsibilities not only are generally unglamorous, but are often done in the nooks and crannies of the days as well. Starting a load of laundry here, taking out the trash there, stopping at the grocery store on the way home from work. All these critical jobs, often indistinguishable from the events of the day that present themselves with more pomp and circumstance, they add up. They add up in terms of the minutes and hours that they require to plan and complete. They also have a cumulative effect of running a successful household and a successful adulthood. There are three other ways I can think of where I implement the same principle, though they don't come with special outfits. First, maybe once per week, I do something that I have termed power hour. During power hour, I flip over my old timey one hour hourglass Digital timers just don't provide the same sense of awe and majesty, the tangible passing of time as the sand falls down. 
and complete as many of my home responsibilities as I can in that time. I don't allow myself any personal diversions, checking my phone, making tea, and whatnot during this time, and after the hour is over, I stop doing these tasks. The hourglass serves as a reminder that I am, quote, on the clock. These jobs are something that some people pay professionals to do. Doing them all adjacently also causes me to approach them with more attention. They are distinct jobs, not merely something imperceptible that fits in the cracks. The second thing I do is have an admin corner. This is similar to what some people call a command station in their home. This is where I charge my phone and other, and other devices, keep a stack of sticky notes, a pen, and physical artifacts related to items on my to-do list. It's right next to my home whiteboard calendar and grocery list. This, sets, this particular setup not only makes for easier and more reliable navigation of my home responsibilities, but gives it that command station feeling, a sense of formality, of importance, you can physically see the central nervous system of my home operations there. The third thing, inspired by years of interacting with usually far too tedious spreadsheets at my school, is what I call my home hub. My home hub is a Google Sheet which houses links to other Google Sheets that I've created relating to my household so that they are all grouped together, accessible from one place. In the food category. There are links to my master grocery list, a list of everything I want to have on home, on hand at home so that when I do my weekly grocery shopping run, I can do an inventory and cross-check my grocery list with the master list. There's also a link for my dinner recipe sheet where I drop links to websites with recipes that I intend to cook. The house category in the hub has links to our home projects list, the first list of its kind that names all the projects that we have thought of eventually doing to our house, color-coded for me to do, my husband to do, already completed, to do this summer, someday list, etc. Also in the house category is the recent addition of, which I am most proud, the link to my home organization sheet. This sheet catalogs most of the random things in our house and where to find them. Each room is color-coded and has its own box in the Google Doc, listing the primary items that can be found there. By using the search feature in the document, one can simply type in a keyword and be sent in the right direction. Type in spray paint and the words will highlight in its corresponding location, basement utility room, northwest corner. Extra charging bricks, storage room, top plastic drawer, winter sweaters, guest room, oak drawers. You get the idea. Not every item in the house is cataloged and there are still unclaimed swaths of territory that I need to add to the daunting list. But I am notorious for, quote, putting things away in a safe place, never to recall quite where they ended up and often they do not see the light of day again when they are being searched for. It's a clunky system, my home organization sheet, but at long last I have some sort of system. The last link in the home hub is to my Google Calendar. I'd rather use a paper planner 
ideally with a quill pen and ink made from walnut husks. But alas, my current lifestyle is not conducive to that. My planner seems to always be somewhere else when I most need to jot down a critical note, an errand to run, a date to remember, an important detail. And so out of necessity for a functional and reliable system, I have succumbed to the omnipresent and very unromantic Google Calendar, accessible from my pocket supercomputer. So my apron, oranges and orange blossoms orange blossoms on a black backdrop complete with orange ruffly trim pretty proud of my ruffle work in case you were wondering hangs on the hook in the kitchen wall as a reminder to help me practice and internalize this perspective that the planning commitment to dependable systems and fulfillment of my household responsibilities are indeed a legitimate job and a very important one at that Fulfilling or not fulfilling these responsibilities has incredibly consequential effects, and the forethought, effort, and diligence required deserves all the recognition and dignity that my apron has to offer. 